Welcome back to another episode of Invest in Your Future. I'm your host, Kenny, CEO of Corinda Group Corporation. I want to thank you guys for joining me for another episode. Reach out to us on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, or YouTube at Corinda Group, K-I-R-U-N-D-A, or find us on CorindaGroup.com, or email us if you have any questions, some comments, or you know you want us to help you with the... Uh, your your business, we could definitely help you. So give us a, an email, info at corundagroup.com. That's info at corundagroup.com. And today we're going to be discussing the 1%. The 1%. The 1% are the people at the top. The creme de la creme. Supposedly the best of the best. These are the people that... The 1% right now, as we speak in 2018, the minimum income they make is around 421000 almost like about a half a million dollars a year. You're in the 1%. And it varies in different states. That's why the medium is 500. So in New York, it would be about $2.2 million. But then if you go down south to Mississippi, it'd be around 254000 and you'd be in the top 1%. And then, like the middle ground, would be Connecticut, where it'd be around seven hundred thousand. You're making per year income, and you consider the one percent. Now, people think that these people are special, or they they have you know a certain luck or certain things that just ran their way, and some might, but most don't. But they still got to the one percent. So, the way the 1% behave is very different. And this is what we're going to discuss today. The 1% understand the pain-pleasure paradigm. That's the only difference. They understand it's called the pain-pleasure paradigm. They understand this and they understand it very well. The pain-pleasure paradigm, what it is, is... It means we do more to avoid pain than we do to gain pleasure. Meaning we like to put off any hard work as far forward as possible so we don't have to do it right now. We'd rather be in pleasure. And this is tested on animals and, and we're, we're the same. We, we prefer pleasure now and avoid pain as much as possible for as long as possible. So this is the pain-pleasure paradigm. Now, it's the same reason a college student you know, decides to cram at the last minute because he didn't want to go through the pain of studying for, for hours and hours and going away from the pleasure. Same thing with if you're, if you're waiting until the last minute to do your taxes, you didn't want to go through the process of filing taxes and waiting, and you did it for the last minute because you, know, you, you don't understand the pain-pleasure paradigm. You, you are working against it. So... And the only difference between the 1% and the 99% is the pain-pleasure paradigm is shifted from short-term to long-term. That's the only difference. See, let me repeat that. The only difference between the 1% and the 99% is the pain-pleasure paradigm is shifted from long-term, from short-term, I apologize, to long-term. So meaning they sacrifice now for the pleasure later. 
So the poor think short term. The 1% think long term. In the same in the same paradigm, in pain pleasure paradigm, you either think pain now, pleasure later, or pleasure now, pain later. So, and as animals, we like I said, we default to pleasure now. You need to understand this. This is your brain working. This is what you need to fight against. But this is once you understand this. You can start changing and start seeing a big difference change in your life. So I'm going to give you about eight habits that the rich, the 1% do. And you're going to see the difference in terms of what the poor do. And that's the pain pleasure paradigm. You're going to see it. I'm going to give you examples and you're going to understand how it works. So the first one is the poor revel in short-term pleasure. Like you love having pleasure now. It's, it's a, it's a. It's a drug. It's you love having pleasure now. While the 1% revel or are more excited for what they're going to get in the future. That's one. Now, two, the the poor make excuses for the spending habits now. So, oh, it's on sale, so I have to buy it. Oh, I need it. So I have to buy it. Holiday purges, Christmas, uh, Halloween, you know, every holiday. Black Friday, they're out there shopping because they make excuses for their spending habits while the 1% track their expenses and make the proper adjustments. They do not go spend the way the poor do. They track all their expenses and make the proper adjustments. If they have the money to shop, they can do it. If they can't, they don't. They, they stay away from the malls. Number three, the poor don't save or save minimal, while the 1% set a goal, date for future investments, and save anywhere from 50 to 90% of what they make to reinvest. That's what the 1% do. Number four, the poor use heavy credit card debt or heavy bad debt. While the 1% don't use any credit card debt at all, if they have any, and they pay it as quickly as possible. They usually have American Express, which forces you to pay at the end of the month the full amount that you used. So if you use 500 at the end of the month you pay 500 or your interest is too high or is very high. And most of the 1% do not like to pay interest. It's simple. So... Whatever card they use, whatever they're using, they pay off the full amount while the poor keep that credit card debt for long term. Number five, the, the poor ignore the bills or leave it to the side or pay, you know, uh, decide to pay it late while the 1% automate their bills or open their bills immediately and make a payment. They pay them early. These are the things that the 1% do. Number six, the poor don't even know what audit means. While the 1% are constantly auditing. They're auditing themselves. They're auditing their behaviors, their attitude, their finances, their goals, their investments. They're constantly auditing themselves to improve. While the, the poor obviously don't do that. Number seven, the poor rent 
for 5, 10, 20, 30 years. While the 1% buy a house and buy investment properties. They build up equity. They build up cash, cash flow every single month. And last but not least, the poor work for someone else for 5 to 10, 20, 30 years. Consider the rat race. While the 1% own their own business, have employees, and can scale the business, make it larger, or they can sell the business in the future. This is what the 1% do. So you need to understand, if you want to be in the 1%, you have to follow what the 1% do. They leave a formula. You just need to follow it. Follow the 1%. It'll take some time, but you'll get there.